0: Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host, Siobhan. If you are new to Such a Lady, thanks for stopping by. I hope you guys stay for a while, get comfortable, take your shoes off, make yourself at home. Welcome to our toxic family. Um, to ourselves. Thanks for tuning back in. The love is much appreciated. Um, you guys, we are growing. We absolutely are. And We are so proud here at Such A Lady. I'm, like, so serious. Um, Right now, our goal is to hit 300 on our Such A Lady 30 page. So, listen, if you know people who like true crime with a touch of sarcasm, you know, thrown in there every now and again, send them our way. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with our family growing Nothing at all wrong with it. So um, I'm excited about that. So when we hit 300, y'all, listen, let us know what we should do. It's not a 1,000 or anything like that. But listen, you celebrate the small victories. Small wins count. Don't let nobody tell you different. They do. Um, I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. And I pray that your week starts off great. And if by chance it didn't start out the way you wanted it to, guess what? You get to choose to turn it around. You get to decide if you want to have a bad day or a bad moment. It's up to you. You can milk that cow all day if you want to, or you could say, look, you know what? That happened. I'm not going to let it decide how my entire day goes. And move on from there. But how hey, you grown? You get to do what you want to do. I just thought I would put that out there. Um, <laughs> this week, such a lady is Seven Columbus, A.K.A. Seven Up. And um, thank you for being our such a lady of the week. Thank you for your support and just being you. So, I definitely want to make sure each week we shout out somebody. You know, because y'all don't have to tune in. Y'all don't have to. Say the sweet kind things that y'all say about such a lady. Y'all don't have to tell y'all's friends. Y'all don't got to do none of that. But y'all do. And I love y'all for that. Okay? Now, if you've listened to a couple of episodes, you know that growing up, I loved a good Lifetime movie. I don't know about the new ones. Listen, don't judge me. I'm not saying that y'all can't love the new Lifetime movies. I'm just saying the old school Lifetime movies is where my heart is at. Okay? Now, when I was watching them, I was, you know, younger, but I was like, who would ever think that little old me would be telling stories later on, years later, about these movies, these movies that were true stories, who would ever think so that's why I say, we do not let people put us in a box, we don't even put ourselves in a box. We do what we set our minds to, okay? Anyway, this was one of my all-time favorite movies. I would tell y'all how many times I watched this movie, but I would have to lie because Lord knows, your girl don't know how many times she watched this movie. It was one of my favorites. And at the time, not having children of my own, this movie made me nervous and it didn't help that I was paranoid. Coupled that I had anxiety, your girl didn't stand a chance. Okay, I'm always leery of Ty's friends and what their motives are. Like, you know, why why is she so nice to you? Where's she come from? Who who's her mom and them? Like, watch, like you know, I got questions. You need to have answers. Okay, (coughs) so now some uh, Ty's friends have given me reason to give them the side eye and Ty would be like mama you just don't like nobody and that's not true but then some of her friends have really given me reasons to be like hey you need to watch that one and then she'd be like mama you don't like nobody but when the stuff hit the fans she's like mama I should have listened to you and it was the same way with me growing up cause you know when we teenagers we think we know everything can't nobody tell us nothing Oh, it was just me? Y'all didn't? Okay, it's okay. It was just me. All right. But listen, imagine if your parents couldn't protect you from evil. Not because they didn't want to, but because they never knew that there was a threat. And I say that because a lot of times when we think of evil or danger, we don't associate it with things or people around us. But unfortunately, evil is sometimes right next door. Michelle Avila and Karen Severson have been best friends since the two girls were eight years old. Played Barbie dolls, you know what I mean? Had sleepovers, parents got together, they watched each other's kids, you know, they were best, best friends. And they would remain that way until the two started high school. Now, apparently,
1: Karen
0: began to grow jealous of Michelle because she felt Michelle was more popular and attractive than she was. Not that Michelle had any, I mean, you don't really get a say so on how you look. You know what I mean? You don't. Unfortunately, you do not. You, I mean, just like you don't get a say so on the color of your skin we don't we just come out boom bip, here we are but apparently karen thought that michelle had control over her looks and she didn't like that she looked good okay this was her best friend let's be clear on that also michelle began to become interested in boys and that meant that she didn't have as much time for karen anymore so the fact that karen thought michelle was beautiful and she got more attention she felt like she wasn't as pretty as her at all so if no boys are paying her any attention and michelle is hanging out with boys then who's who's giving Karen attention nobody so she pissed yeah she's mad But instead of being happy for her beautiful friend who is blossoming and growing into her own and coming into herself, Karen started a rumor saying that Michelle was sleeping with several of the boys at school and it caused Michelle to get beat up by a group of girls because these girls thought that she was sleeping with their boyfriends. Why? Why did they think that? Because her best friend started a rumor. Listen, friends do not do that, by the way. They do not set you up to get beat up. But we know that sounds right. We know that. We we already know that. I just can't wrap my mind around it. Like, you mad because of the way I look? You know what I mean? Like something I don't have any control over. I guess, again, it puts me in the, the box of people who are angry because of the color of my skin. I didn't get to choose that I'm African American. I didn't. I was born this way, but but people get pissed at me for it. So I, 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 I can somehow relate to Michelle. Like, I didn't... You mad at me because I ain't ugly. I'm sorry my mom and daddy wasn't ugly. I'm sorry. What you want me to do about it? I can't fix it. Like, listen, we can do some things for you, do a makeover or something like, you know. Anyway, Michelle moves on and she starts dating a guy named Randy. After, you know, she gets beat up and she decides, you know, life has to go on. I'm not going to I'm not going to harbor over this. I'm going to move on with life. So, her and Randy decide they're going to be this couple and at first Michelle thinks Randy might be the one. But Randy was a party guy and Michelle being a young girl herself, you might think that she might be into partying and she was a party girl, but she wasn't. She actually wanted more for herself and she wanted more for her relationship with Randy, but Randy just wanted to party. So Michelle broke things off. So Randy was like, listen, that's okay. I'm going to take the party elsewhere. And he took the party over to Karen's house. And she was willing to take her best friend's seconds. I mean, her sloppy seconds at that. Um, But when you think about it, I'm not really surprised that Michelle's best friend took Randy in with open arms because she was jealous of Michelle. And I'm sure she felt like she could love Randy a little better. She could treat him a little better. She could sex him a little better. But with all of Karen's hard work, she never realized that once she got Randy, she would never be happy because she was never happy with herself. That's the thing. She thought, okay, well, if I could just get him, then I beat Michelle. But really, it didn't because it was an inside job. So she had the man, but she didn't have the confidence. So she still wasn't happy. And so that caused more issues. You know what I mean? Uh, Randy tried to get back with Michelle because, of course, he didn't leave her alone. She left him alone. So, Michelle's like, no, you didn't get the memo. I mean, Snapchat wasn't around then, but you didn't get the pigeon in the bottle. Like, this isn't working out for me, and um, I don't want to be with you no more. And ain't you with my homegirl? And he's like, listen, I am, but... If you say the word, I can leave her alone. And so Michelle's like, no. And then not only does she say no, she goes and she tells Karen like, hey, check this out. Your boyfriend just tried to hit on me and you probably need to leave him alone. Like he's probably not good for you. Now, this caused a huge fight between the two best friends, like like a fist fight, like they're in the park fighting, like they're getting down and dirty and they stop talking. So imagine your friend, your best friend since you're in the eighth grade. You know, you have fights, you have arguments. You know, me and my best friend, we start being best friends all the time. You know what I mean? We're we're still best friends. You know what I mean? We we just talk noise. But a ima- mat, we, we we've never had a fist fight. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of noise talking. Like, you you get what I'm saying? Um, but to imagine somebody who you grew up with, who you shared your deepest darkest secrets with. Choosing a man over you and then willing to fight behind you over this man. Like, I got like, girl, what is you doing? No, we don't do that. Such a ladies don't do that. Okay. But so they fight, they stop talking. Michelle was hurt. She was. And, and I can understand it's one thing, you know what I mean? For it to be just some random person to not like you and to be starting these rumors and to be out to get you but for it to be your best friend yeah i'm gonna be hurt and not only that if that's the only person you know that's that's your clique, then there's a void i can understand michelle you know what i mean I, i i just i just i feel you girl so michelle um missed her friends and She had a huge, huge support system at home. She did. Her family loved her, but it's not the same when you're in high school and and you want to be hanging with your friends, your family. You know, you don't realize sometimes until you get older that the people who you think is going to ride for you ain't the people who's going to ride for you. The people who you would walk over walk in water for you know cross bridges for wouldn't even bring you something to eat you know up the street from around the corner and a lot of times it takes life and experiences to teach you that these were young girls they hadn't experienced that yet so i can only imagine the hurt that they were feeling um behind the betrayal that each of them thought that the other one had did so one day michelle tells her mom listen i want to get out the house i want to go with my friend laura I, she was just really in a good mood and her mom irene was happy about it like you know she had been sad I, i'm I, she was happy to see her get out the house go hang out with friends and um, and so she was like, I'll be back later, Mom. Irene didn't have any reason to think anything other than that. So she leaves. She goes with Laura. They go hang out. Um, a couple of hours later, about four hours later, Irene gets a call. And it's from Laura. And she's like, hey, can I speak with Michelle? And she's like, "Like, stop playing. You know she's not here. She with you and she's like well not really we were together and then we ran into these two boys with this blue camaro and michelle wanted to stay with them i had to run to get gas so i ran and got gas when i came back she was gone the boys were gone i thought they just went out to have a good time i went home i kind of got worried so now i'm calling to check on her now irene is like that don't make sense why would you leave your friend like that that's the kind of mom I am. Listen, if you leave with somebody, you better come back with somebody. We don't play that game at all. Nope, 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 nope. If you left with somebody, then you better come back. I remember one time Tariana called herself going to the mall with her friend. And they went to the mall together. That was the agreement. So Ty calls me and she's like, Mama, can you come pick me up? And I'm like, why? I thought you was going to the mall with your homegirl. And she was like, yeah, but she's getting ready to leave. And I'm like, okay, well, put her on the phone. She get on the phone. This ain't my kid, y'all. And I'm like, hey, wh- where you going? Y'all supposed to be at the mall together. Y'all went to the mall together. Y'all need to leave the mall together. So she like, no, I asked her, did she want to go? We met these boys. First of all, No. Second of all, y'all went to the mall together. Y'all need to leave the mall together. My mama said that I can leave. Oh, okay. So I called young girl's mama. Hey, I don't know. Because, you know, sometimes kids be exaggerating. Did you say that she could leave? You know, again, they came together. They need to leave together. I'm harping on this because you stay together. That's what it is. Like, That's that's how it is. It's harder to get somebody when most people don't target people in a pack. Okay. If we get there together, we going to leave together. So I'm talking to her. She's like, yeah, I told her she could go. She said Ty was going with her. Mm, no, Ty's not going with her. Ty's going home and she can come home too. She needs to come home too, but what's, what's your decision? And she was like, she can go if she wants to. And after that day, Ty was never allowed to go anywhere with her because as, as a friend. Even if you wanted to leave with these boys, you make sure that y'all get home safely and then you go do what you want to do. The fact that you were willing to just leave my kid at the mall didn't sit well with my spirit. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those mamas. I'm, I'm like Irene. If you, Why come you let her leave with these boys in this Camaro? Why come you didn't go? Well, it's not making sense. The math ain't math. Then come on, let's talk about it. And... At this point, Irene is frantic. She's trying to find out where her daughter's at, and she's getting the runaround. Three days later, Michelle's body would be found by some hikers face down in a stream at a national park. She had been drowned in eight inches of water. Her waist-length hair was chopped off, not cut off. It was chopped it's the difference when you cutting when you're when you're cutting someone's hair, you're cutting it. They chopped this baby's hair off, and then to make it even worse, there was a four foot log placed on top of her to hold her down, weighing um, over a hundred pounds. Now Michelle's mother cannot imagine who would do such a thing to her kind, sweet, caring daughter, who was loyal to her friends and who had dreams of becoming a physical therapist. She couldn't even imagine who would would do such a thing. You know who else couldn't imagine who would do such a thing? Karen, Michelle's best friend. She couldn't imagine who would do such a horrible thing to such a sweet girl. And she was determined to help Irene find out who did this. And I'm sure that Irene was so thankful for the help and the fact that Karen was best friends with Michelle growing up, I'm sure gave Irene some type of comfort, some type of relief having Karen there. You know what I mean? Having her there, those memories, you know, those those thoughts, you know, if the closest, I can't have my baby, but maybe I can have the closest thing to her. That could help me feel a little bit better. The stories we talk about, you know, And not just Karen, Karen's daughter was there because Karen had gotten pregnant while she was with Randy and had a baby. So it wasn't just Karen living with Irene in her house. It was her baby and Irene took them in. Irene said that Karen said she didn't have a place to stay and she wanted to help, you know, with the, with the case, with finding out what was going on with Michelle. Now, Karen said she never said that, she never asked to stay there, but whatever the case was, Karen stayed with Irene, and she had posters, like she literally became obsessed with finding out who killed Michelle, but are we surprised because she was already obsessed with her? She was, and then we already know that killers like to go back to to the scene of the crime, Because they want to know if they can find out what's going on, if they could stay a step ahead of the police. Because, of course, they're smarter than the police because they already think they're going to get get away with this murder. Um, So she's living in this lady's house, okay, living in her house. Um, Started giving false leads, telling Irene stories, giving her false hope. That they were going to find the person who did this. And then one day, Eva walks into the police station with a story to tell. I know y'all like, who was Eva? I was like, who was Eva? Now, apparently Eva was with Laura and Karen. Now, the day that Laura got Michelle to go out with her, that was a plot. It was just a, it was just a setup. They, Karen and Laura and Eva, got together and said, "Hey, let's convince her to come out. We want to make up. You know, we're all friends. Let's let's get her to think we want to make up." So Laura tells Michelle, "Hey, let's go hang out." Michelle gets out there and she realizes that, "Hey, the whole crew is here. She's thinking that it's gonna be a big reunion, but." that's not what happened according to Eva Karen was the ringleader and she had convinced her and Laura that Michelle had slept with their boyfriends although there was no proof there was no proof that Michelle had done this but Karen had convinced the girls of this so here Michelle is thinking that she's going out with friends only to be met by frenemies Eva said that the three ladies confronted Michelle, accused her of sleeping with their boyfriends, and said that she had ruined too many lives and it was time for her to go. I mean, who decided that y'all got to be God? Like, right? You it's time for you to go? Like, who decided that you get to toss people off the island? Like, for real. Got too much dip on your chip, Karen, stop. Eva said that she didn't follow Laura and Karen up into the forest, but she knew what happened and she couldn't live with the guilt anymore. But like, can y'all imagine this little girl playing in your house, staying the night, eating dinner, but secretly plotting on your child? Like, that's so sad. Then after killing her, because having a baby and moving in with her ex wasn't enough. She decided to deceive Michelle's family. You know what I mean? Like to add insult to injury. That's just horrible. It's just crazy. It's like the women who will know that you're in a relationship with a man go out of their way to convince this man that they are the best woman for for him. Not listen, I'm not giving the man a pass, but the man ends up Leaving you for her. And then she got the man, but she starts stalking you. Like, ma'am, this is backwards. You got the man. I'm supposed to be stalking you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you here? Like, why are you over here? You got him. Why are y'all not living y'all's best life? You got what you wanted. But, But that's what Karen was like. She couldn't leave well enough alone. It was like she woke up and went to sleep hating her best friend, Michelle. And that's super scary because again, we don't expect evil to live so close to us. Gosh, y'all, that is just so crazy. I like I, crazy because it's taking me back to my childhood. And then crazy also because you don't think that your best friend is out to kill you. Even when you have an argument, you don't think that. You you know, I don't think that Michelle thought when she went out that she was never gonna make it back home never thought her hair was going to be chopped off, never thought that she was going to be drowned by the people that she grew up with. Karen was arrested along with Laura and convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to 15 years to life. Today, Karen is free, and she went on to tell her story about what happened and about her time in prison. And I guess Michelle's family was like, "Uh, pump the brakes. Put it in reverse, Terry. You're doing too much. (laughs) Not today. Not today, Satan. You're not finna get no profit off of murdering our daughter and then telling a story about it. So they sued Karen. They sued her for any profits that she might make off of the story that she was intending on telling. And then... They passed a law in California called Missy's Law. Now, this law requires entities who are helping publish works made by criminals to contact the family about said works, which I think is only fair. You know what I mean? It's only fair. Imagine having to deal with your daughter being killed by her best friends and then the girl coming to stay with you lying to you then she get out of jail and she trying to make a profit. No, absolutely not. Absolutely freaking not. And then to find out about it as a surprise, you know what I mean? Because nobody told them. So so I'm glad that that law was passed. Um, I'm glad that they sued Karen. Uh, can y'all guess what movie this was? I, I was going to tell y'all in the beginning. Because some of y'all might not have been into Lifetime like that. But listen, I know that a lot of my sows know what movie this is and i'm gonna tell y'all what it is i'm gonna meet y'all on our social media page at such a lady 30 or on instagram or such a lady on facebook and i'll tell y'all what movie this is from but i want y'all to tell me if y'all know what movie this is from and um what the name of the movie is Next week, we will have another Lifetime movie. So get excited with me. Come on. No, not excited. Okay, well, even if y'all not excited, meet me back here because y'all don't got to know it's a Lifetime movie. Listen, just close your ears past that part. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Listen, I enjoy hanging out with you guys each week. I love that you all keep tuning back in. I love that we keep meeting fresh new faces to add to our toxic family, but y'all know how we end our episodes each, each week. If you're looking for confirmation, if you're trying to get out of a toxic relationship and you're looking for a sign, this is it. You don't have to wait another minute. You don't have to call another friend. You don't have to say another prayer. This is your confirmation to leave. You can't have better. You can't want better for yourself if you don't choose better. Nobody else can want it for you. Um, I can want it. I can want it bad for you, but I can't want it more than you want it. Such a lady family, we can't want it better than you want it. So if you want better and you're tired of being in a toxic relationship, you can always reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-722-SAFE. Or you can reach out to us and we can get you in touch with the right people who can get you to a safe place and out of a toxic situation. Whether it be a toxic relationship, a toxic environment, whatever it is, if it's toxic, you don't need to be there. I love you guys. And I pray that you all remember to be great on purpose. Meet me back here, same time, same place next week. But before you do that, meet me over at social media and tell me what movie this was that used to have me in a chokehold on Lifetime. Listen, I love this movie. So tell me what the name of it is, and I'll meet y'all over there so y'all can tell me if it's right. Don't forget to be great on purpose, and I love you guys. Bye.